Welcome to the episode number one Full Armor of Game podcast. I am Zardanya and the Texan Prince, also known as Adam. So we're going to go over green flags today. Nearly every green flag that you should look out for when it comes to high quality women, whether you want to get in a relationship with her, whether you just started dating her, or whether you are already in a relationship with her and you're questioning, why am I with this girl? We will break down several green flags that you should look out for when it comes to screening a woman properly. Let's start with some green flags in women. And as a real quick, you can give a follow to myself on Instagram at textingprints. And you can also follow me at czar of dating. We are possibly two of the best dating coaches that are out there. We teach you men not to hate women. We're protectors of femininity. We love beautiful feminine women. We think women can ultimately influence a man to do better in his life. And they have certain superpowers that no one else contains. We love women. We're here to teach you guys game how to attract women, how to keep women, how to look out for high quality women. We're not here to bash women. We're not here to hate on women. We understand that whole female nature and the red pill. That's all good and dandy, but how does that help you if you don't have the experience and knowledge to apply it when you're attracting women, when you want a relationship with women? So you need to have both. You need to have that understanding and the experience to put on the full armor of game. And this is what we're teaching you guys. So don't take this for granted. You might have to listen to this several times because this is going to be a killer fucking podcast. So let's start with green flags. Now we're talking about, you know, good women to look out for. These are going to be green flags that you're seeing where if you start to notice some of these some of these things, then that's going to be a good signal in your mind going, all right, this is a woman I might want to invest a little more time, energy and effort into. Uh, Do you have a first green flag you want to start with here? I do. So the first green flag, if you guys set up a date, she shows up on the date. Now you have to sense her energy. Does she show up on the date feeling at least slightly nervous? She has to be slightly nervous, especially if you are a stranger to her. This has worked with me many times when I look out for this quality in a woman, because if she is nervous to be around me on that first date, she is in her feminine, naturally. She's also highly attracted to you. When a woman is very nervous around you, she's very attracted to you. When you actually go out on a date with her, it's not in a creepy way. The woman is nervous because she doesn't know what to expect. Maybe she might fumble on certain things she says. Maybe you're not going to end up liking her. It's an uncomfortable feeling because women like that, they're not used to going out with many masculine men. They're not used to that. The women that are very confident going out on that first date with you, they're relaxed. You could be Ted Bundy for all she knows. You could be Richard Ramirez. How does she know that? They have to be slightly nervous. A confident woman that shows up on that first date She is used to going out on many, many dates. She's used to being around masculine energy. That's the first green flag you guys have to notice. And start being observant with her energy levels. Do you want to add to that, Adam? 
Yeah, I think uh, well, while we're looking at this one, we're showing up on the date, something like that. Something that I like to see in a woman is I like to see that she's on time. She's not making me wait. You don't want the girl. Uh, part of the energy thing is, and I see this sometimes when I'm out on dates, looking around. If a girl's sitting there on her phone, she's giving her phone more attention than she's giving you. That is not a green flag. I want I want a woman's phone to be gone when we're on a date. And I'm going to uh, lead that as well by I'm not going to be sitting there looking at my phone. Beautiful, beautiful example. I like this power move, Adam. You mentioned if they show up date, they show up late to the date without giving you a heads up. If the date's at eight o'clock PM, she's not there by eight. I'm already ordering my drink. Yeah. She'll come in. She'll see me having my drink. Oh, you started without me. Yeah. The date was at eight o'clock. You have to let them know. That's a power move right there. That you don't wait for anyone. And you call her out on her negative behaviors. If she does show up late, I don't care if it's five minutes late. You guys have to call her out on it because you have to lay the law in the beginning. You have to establish your boundaries and show her that you are assertive. You do not take shit from anyone. Because if you can't stand up to her, you can't stand up for her in the outside world. She knows you are a coward. And nice guys are very hesitant. They're passive. They don't want to upset the girl or hurt their feelings, so they let it slide. That's not the right move. So if you call her out on her negative behaviors of her being late, you don't have to be a dick about it, and she apologizes, then you know she is worth keeping around. And if you know she, what? Go oh. ahead. That that can jump into another green flag I have. If I for a woman is she she apologizes sincerely, yes. so that would be something where if a girl did, I mean, people things do happen, and so if she shows up late, but she's coming in frantic, hey, I'm so sorry, I had blah blah blah, I got stuck in traffic, all that, and she's really coming in with that. It's kind of that nervous energy, like I'm I'm sorry about, I really I didn't mean to, blah blah blah. That type of thing to me, I'm going to cut her some slack because she's apologizing, apologizing sincerely. If she does something that disrespects you in some way and she realizes it and she apologizes sincerely, that is to me a green flag. I want to know that she's someone that can take accountability. We know that that's not women's strong suit, but if a girl can take accountability, say that's my fault, she's not blaming on someone else. She's not saying, well, you didn't give me the right, you know, she's taking accountability. To me, that's a green flag. That is a great fucking point, Adam. Does she take accountability? Now, we all know many women, they're immune to accountability. We all know that. We understand that. But a good quality woman, she will take accountability. So if you ask them about her last relationship, and she takes accountability for what she did or for what happened. That's a good woman. Because if you take any time you take accountability, you can grow from that. The people that have a victim mindset that are never accountable for anything that happens in their life, they don't grow. They don't better themselves. They can't fix those mistakes. So you have to be on the lookout for that. If she does show up late, 20, 30 minutes, even 10 minutes, you just let her know, no problem. You know, tips on you at the end of the night, and you give her that look. 
Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's that's a that's a better way to kind of playfully just yeah tips tips engage the situation. Yeah, I could have sworn the date was at eight. Uh, No problem. Tips on you at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that'll just cost you an extra drink. You'll buy me one later. That's yeah. Or you could say you know you could say second rounds on you, first rounds on you, whatever it is. But you have to check them on it, okay? Because if she consciously works at curbing her behavior to please you. It's a sign she respects your boundaries as a man. You have a winner on your hands. So you have to be honest and clear with your boundaries to separate the low-hanging fruit from the high-hanging fruit. If she is cantankerous and she is combative with you, if you call her out for being a little late, you're not being a dick, you're calling her out in a teasing, playful way. If she's combative, cut your losses. That woman will be a headache from that moment on uh rolling with this one let's just say we're in that date scenario again other green flags i look out for women is how does she treat others around you in the environment especially uh workers or or let's say the bartender uh the waitress how is she interacting with them is she cold is she you know, if something doesn't come out right with her order, is she like, you know, a Karen about it and, and screeching and moaning? Or is she like, oh, it's okay, no problem. Um, you know, I understand mistakes can happen. That's that's fine. You know, that's the type of thing that I like to see. I like to see her being polite to the waiter, the waitress. I like when she says please and thank you. Those are things that I personally look for in a, a green flag in a woman, someone that's going to make my life easier rather than set a bunch of landmines around where every time we're out with her, I'm going to have to worry if she's going to erupt on someone and just going to be a negative vibe out there. When I go on a date, if I'm going to take time out to go on a date with a woman, it better be a good time. And to me, it's not a good time if she's, uh, you know, complaining and all that. But if she's pleasant to be around, she's pleasant to others. That to me is a green flag. You're right, Adam. Does she say, excuse me? Something that small. Does she say, excuse me? Does she say, thank you? Is she polite? And a lot of feminine women, you guys will notice this. If there's something they don't like about their food, they're not going to complain about it. They're not going to complain about it. But you as a man, you have to pick up on that. It's your job. You have to call the waiter over. Be a man of action, assertiveness. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, the uh, the salmon is undercooked. She will, listen, that girl will sleep with you that night if you do that. I promise you guys, a woman doesn't want to tell a man to go do something as if stand up for her or for himself. Even if it's as small as her salmon being undercooked, her meat being a little too rare. Remember those keep key facts. Number three, the way she disagrees with you. Now, this can be tricky, Adam. Okay, but hear me out. So you guys have a disagreement, you and your girl. Listen to how she says this to you. Listen to how she disagrees with you. If she says, oh, that's just stupid. Here's what I think. That is a low quality woman. 
This is a woman who's more concerned about being right than building rapport with you and being understanding. A good quality feminine woman will say, I disagree with you, but I respect your opinion. And it's how they say it, fellas. It's not demeaning. Feminine women, they're compassionate. They're caring. They're not going to emasculate you when they disagree with you. They respect your opinion. And I do this with a lot of feminine women. They don't have to agree with all my opinions. But the ones I date, they always say, hey, listen, I disagree, but I respect your opinion. And they're very graceful about it. And you have to respect their opinions as well. Women will test you to see how you handle a disagreement, fellas. I swear to God, women will actually test a man to see how you handle disagreements. You don't get butthurt. You don't act emotional. You say the same thing. I respect your opinion, babe, but I disagree with you. And that's it. And you move on. Nice. Um, we can kind of piggyback off that one. Another, yeah, another green flag is if if she does disagree with you on something, that she's not challenging you in public, especially in front of your friends or your family. Yes. Wow. So Great that's, example. That's something that, like, you know, she can talk to you on the way home. She can say something about it. Hey, when you said this, I, you know, I didn't really. But when she disagrees with you in public, that is a sign of a lot of disrespect because she's not being aware of the situation around. She's not being aware of how she's portraying her potential man out there. Because if I have a girl, I, I, I want to know that she's going to have my back. And again, like we said, it's okay to disagree. But when you do that in public, that because I know that when I'm watching relationships, especially, you know, I got buddies and all that that are married or in long term relationships, and they'll have some women, there are women that will openly disagree with them or call them out or make fun of them in front of a group of people. And in my head, I'm just like, red flags are, you know, raising in my mind about that relationship which we will cover red flags on the next episode, episode two. But for a green flag, it's if she can disagree with you, but hold that to herself and talk to you when you're alone about it, not making a big stink about it in a public place or around your friends and family. That's another, that'll be in the next podcast, red flags, right? Yeah, yeah. There'll be plenty. You've, of you've, see, you've seen flags. this, Adam. You're at, you're at a party. You see the way the girl interacts with her man. That's how you know what kind of a man he is, what kind of a woman she is. So say her man sitting on the couch with his friends. Her and her man have a disagreement. She'll belittle her man in front of everyone. Instead of saying, hey, listen, babe, do you mind if I talk to you outside? Yeah. Like that would adult. be the mature way to handle it. The mature is way. Let's talk about it outside of the public interaction that we're having here. That's very disrespectful. If your mm -hmm. girl has the balls to do that in front of your friends, family members, let me tell you, she has no respect for you. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the next one, this is very important, fellas. This is how you know this girl is a keeper. This is what separates the girls that are, that are irreplaceable, those gems, those rare gems. If a girl has 
the power to influence you without the need to be forceful, if she can influence you to become the best possible version of yourself, that is a high quality woman. That's how you know you are dealing with one of the rarest gems out there. If she has the power to influence you without the need to be forceful in a loving way. That's how I know this girl's a keeper. Actually, I have a quick story about I just happened recently that I can think of is um, I was playing a pickleball tournament with a girl. We were hanging out, seeing each other, whatnot. And uh, we had some beers before we played pickleball. I was, you know, I was a uh, I was a little loose. And there was this this lady um, trying to watch a different match. We had just finished our match and we were just kind of uh, walking off the courts. And this Karen, I'm going to call her, she was an absolute Karen. She looked at us like, get out of the way. She actually said, you're in our way as an audience member blocking the game. We had just walked off the court. We were in the tournament. And I got pretty, like, I I wanted to say something to her. I turned around and I I started to kind of talk to her. The girl I was with, feminine, she was really sweet about it. But she was just kind of tugging my arm and kind of just giving me like a little like, hey, let it go, soft, feminine look type like that. And she was able to calm me down to the point where like, I was like, okay, that's cool. And she wasn't combative about it at all. But that's the type of that that little feminine sweetness I needed in that moment, because I was competitive. I was in the you know, I was in the game, I was in the game of pickleball. And so I was ready to let this this lady on the side have it. And she was able to calm me down. And that to me is another like that. That is what I get from women that you don't get from other guys is you get that softer sweeter side and it's nice to have that on your team someone that can calm you down she can relax you she can say yeah that was a big deal but you know you know maybe you know we don't need to go that far right now nice soft sweet feminine presence in your life that is um that's a treat yeah she influenced you in a positive way she, exactly. influenced, she influenced you with her graceful femininity. Exactly. That's, that's the right way to say it right there. She didn't have to be forceful. And a, a, a lot of women, you see videos of this, they start fights when they're out with their man. They start fights with other men. They're obnoxious. They're toxic. That woman is putting you in a dangerous fucking situation, fellas. And majority of times they will start fights with other men. And now you have to jump in and get involved. Yeah, that's a great point, too, because if they're running their mouth like that same scenario I just said with pickleball, it's good that she wasn't the one that, you know, got all like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to tell this person off because then that's one of those things where I'm like, am I going to have to now put out fires everywhere I go versus she was able to calm me down in that situation, which was nice. But yeah, you see you see all the videos around. Oh, you know, they're picking fights with everyone and then they're expecting you to step in and now, you know. You're getting yourself into a fight that you had nothing to do with. It was. It goes back to the Sammy Sweetheart and Ronnie situation in the Jersey Shore, the first season where they're on the boardwalk, and he got in a fight, and they were walking outside of the bar, and the other dude and his wife kept instigating everything, making fun of Ron, and he told his girl, Sammy Sweetheart, to stay out of it. He didn't want her instigating anything, but she didn't listen. She kept instigating them back. Yeah. And because of her, they got in the fight. He he let his anger take over and his emotions. 
when yeah. he could have easily walked away, he could have easily had a feminine woman say, listen, let's go this way instead. Let's get away from that. Right. That's a woman that cares about you. She doesn't want you to get arrested. She doesn't want you to get in trouble. She's thinking about the consequences. Not that you can't defend her if the time comes, but she knows she doesn't want anything negative happening to you, especially when you're drunk. Yeah. Okay. That's a great example you said as well, Adam. That was a good woman that did that to you. Uh, so another green flag, and it's not always easy to say, to find out right away, but you, if you're listening for this on dates or, or as you're getting to know her, you will be able to pick up this vibe is, does she love and respect her father? Big one. Because we know these days, right? There's a lot of anti-male, anti-man. You're not going to tell me what to do. You know, I don't listen to any any men that says something to me, all that. But if she has a loving respect for her father, she respects him, she adores him, she wants to spend time with him, she speaks positively about him, that is the type of woman that is, that's a green flag because, you know, if you fast forward that, if you ever got into a more serious relationship with her, you want to, you want her, you want to know that she's going to be talking positively about you when you're not around, just like she's talking positively about her father when he's not around. That shows a healthy boundary for masculinity, a healthy um, respect for the men in her life. So on a date, something like that is, you know, I might not get there right away, but I'm just gonna say, hey, tell me about your family. You got any siblings? You got, you know, what are your parents like? And I'm going to be now listening. Now I'm not listening with judgment. I'm listening for information. I'm listening to try to figure out the tone in her voice when she speaks about her father or her mother. I want to know, like, I want to see her light up with a little smile when she talks about her father. Because those are things I'm like, okay, this is good. This is a girl that might have my back when things, you know, don't go perfectly. Like we know doesn't happen in dating and relationships or marriage, especially. That's a great way to screen a woman. Ask them about their past relationship ask them about their relationship with their parents. If she doesn't give a shit about her father and she talks negatively about him and she hates him, you think she's going to give a shit about you? She's not going to give a fuck about you. If she doesn't care about the one masculine male figure that she should support in her life and who she should adore and look up to as her hero, she's not going to respect you. She won't. And if she doesn't have a mother that was nurturing and caring for her, that will fuck up a girl worse than not having a father. A caring and nurturing mother is very important in a feminine woman's life. Uh, branching off this, another green flag, it's pretty much down the same alley. Not quite, but I like to, you know, get to that question about, you know, tell me about your family, your siblings. Hey, are your parents still together? If her parents are still together, that's a, to me a green flag because that means she's seen a relationship that can work. She's seen uh, two people that can work things out when the going gets tough because it always will in a long-term relationship or a marriage. And so if her parents are together, that's like uh, a little green flag check mark. And then what I like to do is I like to put a little smile on and I say, all right, tell me about their dynamic. 
who wears the pants? Is it your dad or is it your mom? You know, I I'm love like, Ad, I love asking that question, Adam. Yeah, That's just so with a little weird. smile. Yeah. Who really wears the pants in that relationship? And if she's just like, oh, my mom completely. Now, it doesn't mean that I erase the green flag I gave for her parents together, but I'm wary because there are a lot of households that, you know, the men live by the happy wife, happy life. And that is also not going to give her a great foundation for what a relationship, a healthy relationship should look like. So I want to see parents are together. I want to ask that next question, who wears the pants? And if it's a dad that wears the pants, that's another green flag. That's a, you know, a double green flag. It's like, oh, she's like, oh, no, my dad does. He's the decision maker, all that. He's, you know, the discipline. When she says something like that, I'm like, okay, good, right? She has that masculinity boundary. She's already had that uh, from a young age. And she can, like, I can work with that versus, oh, no, no, my dad never gets what he wants. My mom calls all the shots and all that. It's like, okay. What she has seen modeled growing up is now a relationship where she expects to run the relationship like her mother ran the relationship with the father. Again, it's not a complete deal breaker, but when you see parents are still together and the the dad wore the pants, that is like, okay, this is a good foundation for something that I might want to pursue a little more seriously. See, the caveat to that, Adam, is if she says that her mom wears the pants, the caveat to that, that can actually work in your favor. And it has with me in the past when a girl has said that. That means she's yearning for a strong father figure. That means she's yearning for a man to be a leader. So if you are that guy, you stay in your masculine frame, you're assertive, you're confident, you can lead the way for her. She will adore you because that's what she's been missing out on. Yeah, so yeah, there's some yeah. yeah, that can work in your favor. Yeah, there's definitely nuance on that, but that's those are some good starters and then you can always dig a little deeper to kind of try to figure that out or if she was like, "Yeah, you know, I wish my I feel bad for my dad because I know it's like if she can if she's aware enough to recognize that and she she's aware that, you know, she kind of wish her dad stood up for her, himself more and all that, definitely can work with that. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask women these questions, fellas. You have to screen them. You have to screen them like they're screening you when they're testing you. Yeah, and 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 one quick side note on that is like, if if I did ask, you know, if her parents are still together and she says no, I'm not I'm not framing everything negatively. Like, oh, that's a bummer. Oh, that sucks. Like that type of thing. I'm still keeping it positive because with women. If they feel they can trust you, they, they feel that you're not going to judge what she's saying, she will give you truthful information. And when you're screening for red flags or green flags, what you want from women is the truth. You don't want to scare them into being afraid to admit how they really feel. I, wanna, I want it all out on the field. I want to see what her cards are, and then I can play from there. But the minute you get judgmental with a woman... Like, oh, you didn't have a dad in your life. You probably don't respect men. That's something I would never say on a date because now she's going to be all closed off and she's going to, oh, well, I, I shouldn't tell him about this. I shouldn't tell him about my real feelings about blah, blah, blah here. So I always try to have a non-judgmental approach to women and I'm just gathering information. I can go back home, think about it, analyze the situation better and make my own decisions. But if you get judgmental with a woman she will not reveal the information that you need her to reveal if you're really looking for 
a longer term relationship with a woman. Yeah, the second she knows you're judgmental, let me tell you something, guys, it's game over. Her vagina will be sewn shut, sewn shut like a Barbie doll. Say goodbye. That's it. Because if you're being that judgmental to her now, what makes you think she's going to sleep with you? Women, a woman's reputation is the most important thing that she has to hold on to. And if she sleeps with you, the last thing she wants to do is be judged for it. So yep. it coincides. Yep. So you have to be careful. What I like to throw in during the date is this is a judge-free zone. Make sure it's smooth. You have to throw that in there so they know you're not going to judge them. They're more likely to sleep with you, fellas. Learn the game. You don't have to randomly throw that in there. Make it smooth. So if you ask her about her past relationships or her relationships with her parents, you could just throw in, you could throw that line in there. By the way, this is a judge-free zone. I don't judge anyone, especially you. Now you're her safe net. She has that oxytocin flowing through her, through her body. And and just as a, you know, a, an extra on there is like, even if you have no intention of dating a woman or, or you're not attracted to a certain woman, when you carry that mindset where you're not going to judge, women will tell you the things about their friends, about, they'll tell you all the deep, dirty secrets, which again is more information for you. So you can get a judge of her character, who she's around. When you're not coming judgmental, all the girls in my life that especially, you know, some of them know in my friend groups know what I do. They know that I'm texting Prince and all that. Well, now they'll come up to me at parties and they'll be like, hey, Adam, look what this guy sent me on text. And they'll come and they'll show me the text and they'll they'll like look at it like a really negative way. Like, oh, I can't believe you sent me this because they're giving me the real truth now because they know that I understand. And, you know, I'm not judging them like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't say it's like. When you're more open with women, they're going to really reveal everything to you. And you want that. You want that in your corner. So even when yes. you're just going out meeting random women, you have no intention. You're not attracted to them. That judge-free zone is huge because you're going to get so much more information and comfort from these women that you would not get otherwise. And they're revealing all these little things to you. I tell guys, listen, like peep games, start paying attention to what women tell you. And you wouldn't get in certain toxic situations like having the cops called on you or having anything stolen from your house or having a girl break into your house or having a girl do this, do that. If you listen, they reveal all these things about themselves, especially if you give them one or two drinks while out on the date. <laughs> Everything just starts flowing out. You're like Sigmund Freud doing psychoanalysis on her. She doesn't even know it. She doesn't see it coming. But meanwhile, you're there breaking everything down. Keep it, in, keep it in your back pocket. Okay, she said that. She said this. She might be a little bit of that. I got to watch out for that. So yeah, you guys so will get good at it. it. It takes skill, right, to multitask, listen, and pay attention and remember all these things. But it takes skill, guys. Uh, is it? And we, will, we got more green flags for you. Uh, it's just a quick little um, plug here for any guys that are looking to really learn this game. You can go to my website, www.textingprints.com. My VIP membership, I break it down all texting, online dating, relationships, long-term relationships, uh, things to look out for, everything you can think of. Uh, and Zar, what about yourself? I know you got some stuff going on as well. And my, my website is zardating.com. So you could check out a bunch of awesome courses on there. I also have a VIP membership on Discord with the private Telegram group. 
If you guys want to level up your game, I'm telling you, join our programs. Get the help you need. A lot of guys will invest spending money into a woman's farts on OnlyFans, <laughs> giving her thousands of dollars, but they don't want to invest into bettering themselves because I understand that it's a little bit harder. It requires work, but you will get there. So you never have to be the guy that ever spends money on a girl's farts. Well, and, and not only that, when you understand game, you understand women, you don't have that pressure of, I know the guys that, you know, they don't have money in their bank accounts and they're wanting to impress a girl and taking her out on this really expensive couple hundred dollar date. Me, I'm, I, I got a famous, you know, thing I teach in my VIP membership, the $10 bill date, where I don't spend more than $10 bills on my first, a $10 bill on my first date. And there's, there's things like that. Like I'm not looking to drop any more than 30 bucks on a first date any more than that now other guys might be different but if you don't have game i understand the nervousness well i gotta i gotta tell her i got reservations at this great place it's like stop dropping a couple hundred dollars on a date or dinner for a girl that may or may not have any interest in you invest in yourself first yeah, no amount of free shit is going to sway her opinion of you guys. So you could spend all this money on her, take her out to extravagant dinner dates. If it does sway her opinion of you, guess what? She's no longer a date. She is a high-priced hooker. That's what she is. If she doesn't agree to going out on a simple coffee date with you, maybe a couple drinks at a classy bar or some appetizer, something cheap where you're keeping your investment low, if she doesn't agree to that, you saved yourself a ton of money. Don't let her dictate that first date because nice guys fall for that trap, Adam, right? Oh no, how about we go here? I only do dinner dates the first date. That's another red flag. Yeah. We better remember all of these. That's another red flag. Oh, no, wait, yeah. <laughs> you set up the There's... first date and she says, oh, I only do dinner dates the first date. I go like, yeah, well, I only do coffee dates the first date. And you draw the line in the sand because if you let her dictate that first date, she will dictate that entire relationship. Yeah, and actually, I got a green flag to piggyback off of this one. This is something that I like to find in a woman is I like to find if she's a bargain shopper, if she's aware of prices about things, if she's aware of finances. Uh, and yeah, you can't always figure that on the uh, um, on the first date or anything like that. But, um, you know, if there's a girl and you're going to, Again, I don't like a dinner date, but if there's a girl and you're taking her out on a dinner date and she's looking for the menu and trying to order something as inexpensive as possible, then that to me is she's being self-aware and being respectable to you versus I do know there are women that go, oh, I don't like this guy. I'm going to order the most expensive thing on the menu. I'm going to order the most expensive bottle of wine on the menu. See, I, I want a girl to, you know, order a little Caesar salad. Again, I don't do dinner dates, but a little Caesar salad and, oh, uh, a cup of water. I'm like, no, it's fine. Get a drink. You're okay. Like, I want to be the one that's been like, hey, it's okay. You can get what you want. But I want her to be aware of, you know, a bargain shopper. If, she, if I know that she was looking around for, there was a girl that was really into biking, you know, bicycling, and she was, you know, searching for months before she found the deal that she wanted versus the girl that just ran it up on her credit card and bought a $2,000 mountain bike and is going to worry about that later because that's going to be stuff that will seep into your long-term relationships 
And who is she going to expect to front all of her debt and her bills? That girl. So a bargain shopper to me is a green flag. And it also shows that she has impulse control. If she has impulse control and she has self-discipline, that means that she's not going to be sucking off the next dude in a bathroom somewhere or in a back alley. She has self-discipline. She has impulse control. And the next one, Adam, I love this one that you mentioned. You might want to get into this one about is she God-fearing? Does she believe in God? Is she virtuous? Yeah, um, you can't always tell this, but like, and I know that not everyone's religious and, and you know, everyone has different beliefs. But if I know a girl has consistently gone to church her whole life, if she's doing her week, if she's doing her Sunday church time, that is a different type of character. Typically, yeah, you can always be surprised, but that shows commitment that shows um, that she her mind's in the right place. Uh, like you said there, God-fearing in a sense, right? Well, who is God in everyone's eyes? You know, you can look at it from the feminist point of view. It's the patriarchal. He's just trying to, but in a sense, that's a very masculine force too. So if she has that respect, she looks up to the most high. That to me is a green flag. I like to see that. And it also shows that she tends majority of the time, because we all know there's fake Christians out there, fake religious people, but it shows that she lives a life of principles, a life of boundaries. She knows there's consequences for her actions. That's why it's important for her to be virtuous. There's nothing more I enjoy than going to church with a girl or praying with a girl, someone that believes in God like I do, that prays with me. That is very attractive. That's a green flag. Yeah, correct. And also, in my mind, less likely to get caught up in the propaganda machine, uh, the liberal media, the, you know, the that whole feminist mindset type thing. It's it's if if she has that that sense of that that love of God, her eyes are more open to see the culture that's going on right now. Her eyes are more open to see, you know, maybe all of her friends are out doing some really shady things, starting their OnlyFans, but at least she has a foundation of something where she doesn't, she has a little bit of a moral compass already installed versus the, you know, a girl that grew up with an atheist, you know, mother and father or, you know, a uh, single mother and they never, you know, had no experience of church or uh, thinks believing in God is stupid. That to me is like, yeah, well, we're not on red flags, but um, so that that is a green flag to me. If she has some type of foundational um, connection to the most high. And I think religious women are less promiscuous than atheists or women that don't believe in God because they know there is no consequences for their actions. A dick is just another dick to them. But a virtuous woman, it doesn't sit right in her stomach to sleep with men that she doesn't see herself having a, a future with or a relationship with. Okay, I can't speak for all, but if I were to take my chances, I would rather be with a God-fearing woman. That's all I'm saying, fellas. Correct. If I were to ever 
settle down long term. It's not my style. <laughs> I like being the, the bachelor, but if I were ever to, the first place I would look when I'm looking is I would look at, I would look in church. I would yeah. look at, you know, a modestly dressed woman in church. That would be the place that I would personally go if I wanted to, you know, start that next step and, and potentially start a family with a woman. That is the type of woman that I would personally pursue if I was at that point. Yeah, majority of women that go to these religious gatherings, many of them are feminine. They're modest. They're feminine. Those are the women you want to be on the lookout for. I'm not saying go to church just to pick up women. But if the opportunity is there and you're serious about going and you want to start a life with someone, pick a church girl, pick a religious girl, a virtuous yeah. girl. Yeah, I do want to preface that. If I'm, I'm not looking for anything serious right now in my life, so no, I'm not going to be in church trying to pick up a girl because I'm not trying to spoil that. I'm not trying to spoil that foundation, honestly. I'm not trying to tempt her to eat the apple. Um, it's If I was looking for that long-term relationship, that is the place I would go. I'm not going there to pick up women like in wedding crashers going to, you know, the, uh, what the, the funerals to pick up like that's see, I like I, that messes with my moral compass a little bit. So I'm not definitely guys don't go to church to game women, sleep with them and then be done with them. I do not condone that at all, but it's, if you're looking for something more serious, a longer term relationship, that is the place that I would start because you also have that community. Church has a community. Uh, they have that. Um, they they have other things to worry about than just their own impulses too. Well, how would you know? How would these people at church look at me? How would you know? They also have better influences around them. The relationships around them are going to probably be more parents or, or couples that are together when they're at church, rather than the single women that you see all over. You know, the, the single feminist woman and, you know, the atheist woman, all that, they don't have any of those type of modeling around them of a committed relationship. And it all starts with a strong foundation. Like you said, Adam, it all starts with a strong foundation. But once again, we're not going there to pick up women because once they have a, a taste and a bite out of that forbidden fruit, it's game over. Yeah, correct. Correct. And I think we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll ruin their lives, Adam. I know. And and there was a there was a younger me that, that took pride in in turning a good girl bad. There was a younger me for sure that did. And I'm just I don't after seeing where the culture is going, that's I don't want to be a part of that destruction at this point in my life. So I do not, yeah, I do not um advise any man to go for church women just to sleep with them. Mm -hmm. It's if you're looking for a relationship. That's my little uh, PSA announcement there. Yes. Okay. That brings us to the next point here. Does she offer to pay sometimes? Or is she looking at you to always pay when you guys are out, when you're buying food, when you're out at the mall, when you're going to the movies? I'm not telling you to make her pay, but does she at least offer to pay sometimes? Because... We know paying is masculine energy. You don't want to put your woman in a masculine position. So you always pay for the date unless the date is her idea. If it's her idea, she could pay for the hotel, whatever, that's on her. But does she offer to at least pay? Because if she doesn't, she doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah. 
Okay. Cold I, that's, hard facts. that's what I look for too, is like, I'm expecting to pay on the first date. Yeah. Like I might do games in between like, Hey, if I beat you in this game of pool, you buy me a shot, but the overall bill I'm expecting to pay, but I want, I want her to reach for her purse. I want her to reach for a card. I want her to do, even though it, it's definitely can be a trick. And I tell women, even if you're not expecting to pay, pretend like you're going to pay, pretend like you're pulling out the card. Because when I see that, that's my protector provider instinct going, no, I want to pay now. But if that girl is fumbling around looking at her phone when the bill comes and has no, she's not even reaching for the purse or, or credit card or, you know, whatever. In my, I note that right away. And I'm like, that is to me, I'm like, eh, gross. And then at that point on, I'm only going to get that girl to come over to my place. I'm not going out on any dates anymore. But when that girl's offering to pay, that is something that is a green flag for me. Even if she doesn't expect it, she offers it. Um, there's some girls that will text me sometimes when a new movie comes out. Hey, hey, do you see this new movie came out? I really want to see it. Will you take me? Something like that. And on that, if that scenario comes up, I will go, yeah, I got the movie. You, you can get our snacks. And if she has no money and she wants to pack snacks and sneak them in, that's fine with me because she's still contributing. But when if a girl's like, hey, I really want to go to this concert and she's expecting me to pay, there's no chance I'm going to do it. But when she's like, hey, do you want to go to this movie? I'm like, yeah, I got, I'll get the tickets. You uh, grab my milkshake or whatever. Like you get the popcorn. And if she's like, great, sounds fun. No problem. That's like, okay, good. You're at least doing your part. You're not expecting me to front everything every time we go out. And then I also know she's not just texting me when she wants to go out on a nice date. She's texting me because she wants to hang out with me. She wants to see me versus trying to get the free meal. And a lot of guys ask me, how do I know if this girl truly likes me? They always ask me, the girl they're dating for several months, how do I know if she likes me? The, the, the best test before she comes over your house or before she comes and sees you when you guys are about to go out, tell her to stop by, grab me some, some fucking drink that you want, whatever it is. Grab me a cup of coffee. Grab me this. Grab me some snacks or grab me some lip balm or chapstick or, oh, I ran out of toilet paper. Do you mind going to the store and grabbing it for me while I get ready? If that girl is reluctant, she doesn't want to do it. She says no. She doesn't want to spend her money. She's not going to go out of her way to do it. You are wasting your fucking time. Any girl that is really interested in you finds you highly attractive. She will go out of her way to get you whatever it is you want. Yeah. No questions I, asked. I've done I, this many times, Adam. So I'm not telling you guys something that doesn't work. No girl has ever said no to me. Obviously, within reason. I'm not telling them to go out and buy me a a fucking car or anything, but within reason. Correct. It's like a little compliance test. You want women to be complying to you. So I like hearing from a girl when she wants to come over, hang out, even if we're going to Netflix and chill. I love when I get the text of, hey, I'm about to head out. Do you want me to stop by the store and pick anything up? Oh, that should be music to your ears. Uh, that should be music to your ears when a woman says that. Yep. Or, or, Hey, you know, I'm ready to come over. I'm going to bring a bottle of wine. Like, I, yeah, I had some girl drive a couple hours away and she's like, Oh, sorry. I had to stop at the store and get us two bottles of wine. So she drove two hours away, came with two bottles of wine. And it's like, okay, she's obviously here to see me, to just spend time with me. I love that. 
Yeah, I had I had a woman drive all the way from Connecticut. It's funny once you get into this whole social media era, and you gain a little bit of status and fame—not much, but a little bit. That's how I met her, and she drove three hours from Connecticut to New Jersey just to come spend time with me. We spent the night together, and she asked if I wanted anything, if I needed anything, and she still she brought wine over, she brought food, she she brought like home cooked meals. We were having a good time at the hotel. Like women will go out of their way if they're highly interested in you, fellas. Okay, yeah. so so that's a great compliance test. That is, are you wasting uh, your time with her? Yeah, uh, here's one that I like, and <laughs> I just love to see it, and I see it a lot more often nowadays than I used to in my younger years. Is you know, a girl spends a night, and I'm up showering or whatever, getting ready for work or doing whatever, and I come back and she has made my bed for me. Uh, there's, you know, been girls where, you know, we had, uh, you know, we had like a fruit tray or whatever, had some snacks the night before as we're watching a movie on my couch. I come out in the morning after my shower and she's already taken the dishes, washed them, put in the dishwasher for me. Those little tiny things. It's like, she's going above and beyond to do her part. Those are green flags. And another great way to get a feel for that test sense of uh, a way of gauging the temperature if she doesn't do those things adam right i always tell guys like oh what if she doesn't do my bed what if she doesn't do the dishes bro ask her to tell her to when you come out of the shower if she's twirling her fucking thumbs sitting on the couch and your bed isn't done i'll ask them politely hey do you mind doing my bed now that test what does that do number one she didn't do the bed okay which is a red flag in my eyes. Number two, she can still bounce back for, from that to see how compliant she is when I tell her to. Now, if she's going to be combative and argumentative with me and tell me she's not going to do it or she doesn't want to do it, I am never seeing that fucking girl ever again. I swear on my, I swear on every, I will not see that girl ever again because I already know compliance in a woman increases attraction this girl is going to be a fucking headache. Yeah. And guys, if you're new to this, you might not get any of this right away. Cause mo again, the, the, you're dealing with the most women are used to men placating, doing everything just to be with them, just to spend time with them. Guys offering them to, you know, Hey, you don't have to take care of a thing. I got it all covered. Cause they're like that, you know, that's me being an alpha. You don't have to worry about anything. It's like, so a lot of women aren't used to doing this, but it's as simple as like, I'm making drinks for a girl. She's coming over making drinks. And like Zara said, instead of her just sitting on the couch, twiddling her thumbs, which yeah, that in a way, maybe that is a little bit of a good sign because she's trusting you to make her drinks and all that. But I like the women that are like, Hey, what are you doing back there? Can I come help? What can I do to help? If I'm making my little fruit tray, I'm washing my fruit, putting it out. And she's like, what can I do to help? Those are the things I like to hear. Those are the things of her trying to support you, trying to be a teammate in that as aspect rather than what else are you going to do for me? Give a girl things to do for you. Like you said, give them little things to do for you. They love doing that for a masculine man. They enjoy doing that. If you're the guy who's constantly saying, no, no, you don't have to do it. I got it. Like a beta male barnacle. No, no, no. I'll handle that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll get us this. You're robbing her of her femininity. Yeah. She wants 
to do those things for you. Every time I was done working out with this feminine woman at the gym, she would always go get a protein shake and ask me what I wanted. Love always. That. I didn't even Love have that. to bring it up. I could have been that beta male nice guy barnacle who said, no, 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 you don't have to do that. But why would I rob her of her femininity? Let her invest in you, fellas. That's how she falls in love with you. When you get a woman to invest in you, whether that's her time, money, her doing chores for you, her sweating for you, doing whatever. That's, yeah. It's much harder for them to lose a guy that they're investing in. And women know this. That's why women will have men drive an hour to go see them. Because they know the more or, or while they have, why would they'll have a guy spend a ton of money on them? on that first date or several dates, because they know when a guy invests into her, it's harder for him to lose her now. They know this. So you guys do the same thing. Yeah. And, and think about it like this, guys, it, really think about this. If you're on a sports team, most men have played some type of sports growing up. If you're on a sports team and let's say you're playing basketball, there's five men on the court and you're sitting on the bench the entire game. And your team wins the championship. That's awesome. Our team won. But do you really feel like you contributed? I know me. It's like, put me in the game. I want to get out there and I want to participate. Let me show my skills. Let me show what I can contribute to this team. And most women feel like the bench warmer. And they're just sitting on the sideline. And the guys are just doing everything for them. But they're not investing. They're not even getting that participation, which is fun, right? That's the journey together with a woman rather than her just sitting there twiddling her thumbs and you're doing everything for her. So think about that. It's not just manipulative behaviors we're talking about. Women want to participate. They want to support a man they're attracted to. So give her opportunities and a good way to start. And I know this is silly and simple, but a good way to start if you want to get a girl complying, this is what I had to do back in the day before I knew game in and out was I would learn these little things. It's like, okay, you're both sitting on the couch and you're going to turn on the TV. Instead of me reaching for the remote, I go, hey, can you grab that for me, please? And you can say it nicely like that, but she's getting up off the couch, grabbing the remote and giving it to you. That is just a small form of compliance. And then you can increase it from there, but you can get these small little wins. You want her, just like in sales, you want to get a yes, yes, yes. You want her to say yes. Now she complies to that. It's easier for her to comply to make your bed. It's easier for her to comply to the next bigger thing, bringing that bottle of wine and all that. But you start small, you get comfortable with it. You see, oh, that wasn't so scary asking her to get, get me the remote. But from there, now you build. Yeah, we're separated at birth, Adam. I'll tell you why. Because in my attraction ebook, I talk about making demands for women. Make demands for her. That's how they become attracted to you. Here, watch my drink for me. Here, hold on to my jacket. Here, grab that drink for me. I'm leaving you the money. I'm going to the bathroom. Here, do this for me. Here, do that for me. Little demands, but it starts with little demands first. I'm not making grandiose demands for her because she's going to yeah. say no, but it builds and builds, like you said, into something bigger over time. Correct. And I know this might come at you with a lot of information right now, but I'm telling you guys, as you get these little things down, you go, okay, that wasn't so hard. Now you can open your mind up to the bigger things. Okay, now what do I do in this next situation? But you can start small with all of these things, but you always want to be building towards including these type of principles in your mindset when you're dating or trying to attract women. Yeah, and that's why you guys have to put on the full armor of game. 
Full with, armor of game. You, with, what do you think? Is, is this a good spot to end? You got any last ones you want to throw out there? I, I'm with, done with my list right now. With with the czar and the prince. Okay, let's go over. I have several important ones. Let's go over this one, Adam. This is very important. I think men need to understand this. Does she always push you to be the best version of yourself, even when you're having an off day? Now, I'm not telling you to mope around for weeks at a time and expect her to still be supportive of you. Men have to fall on their feet like cats, no matter what height we fall from. She has to know you're resilient. You can bounce back from a certain situation. But say if you are in a bad situation, is she supportive of you? Does she want you to succeed? Is she pushing you to do better? Or does she just throw in the towel, nag, give up, she's on to the next guy? A great woman will support your goals and aspirations no matter what they are within reason. As long as you don't want to be a drug dealer, I understand that. That's fucking stupid. But no matter what goals and dreams you have, she doesn't downplay them. She will support you any way possible. She doesn't drag you down. She doesn't hold you back. She's pushing you to become better. She will support your aspirations and goals whilst believing in you. Okay, even if things aren't going your way, fellas, she's still going to be there for you. That's one of the superpowers a woman has to influence you, right? I know you can do better, babe. Keep going. I know. Do it this way. She starts giving you constructive criticism, advice that you should be receptive to. No, no. Maybe you should do it this way, babe. Oh, let me help you with that. Let me help you with the chores so you can get your work done or you can work on these job applications. Yeah, that's a very big green flag. When I, I set up my mic, I had everything set up, Adam, and she knew this is what I wanted to do. I left and I told her the 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 mic and the package just came in from Amazon. I left it with her. I said, "Babe, set this up for me. I'm going to be back in 30 minutes." She said, "No problem." She took out the instructions, put everything together, and then showed me how to use it and how it's done. She had no issue. That's the kind of woman you want on your team. They love that teamwork, like Adam mentioned. They don't want to be the bench warmers. Yeah, and, and uh, piggybacking off of that, um, just recently, so I'm really into the Enneagram personality types, which we, we can talk about some other time because I love using this on dates to figure out girls' personality types. But um, some girl just said recently, she's like, Adam, you know so much about that. You should write a book or you should start, you know, a uh, um YouTube channel on it, going over the Enneagram personality types or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I still got a lot to learn, you know, and she's and like the girl's just like, Adam, anything you do, you can make work. It's like, no, you can you can definitely make this work. Like, that's the type of stuff that like I hear that. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good work. that's a good quality woman right there. Exactly. Because she the sees they see the potential that you might not see in yourself. They're telling you, wait a minute. No, you do know this. I know you. I know you can do this. And you're like, yes. shit, you know what? I can do this. Sometimes and that really, you need, it, it you need that support up. and it charges you up. That's the superpower women have. They charge you up. Whether they break up with you, you turn that pain into purpose. They're one of the greatest motivators, whether you're with them or whether they break up with you. But most guys don't see it that way. They have the rose colored glasses on. So they don't take advantage of that fire. Yeah, the, a good example that people could maybe hear from uh and now i haven't looked into their specific relationship dynamics but what i do know is uh conor mcgregor 100 no and conor mcgregor 
Yep. His his lady, what was it, Devlin or something? Conor Devlin. Or... Yeah, Devlin. Yeah. So D Devlin, she was with that guy when he had nothing. She was with she was paying, she was working, you know, extra jobs because he was so focused on his vision of becoming a UFC fighter. And she supported him when he had nothing. That is the type of woman when she's with you and you're down, or she can motivate you to be up. Those are the green flags. And like, you know, sometimes people can get in the mindset and I get it. I understand. I was, I'm big into the red pill, even men going their own way. But when guys say there's nothing women can, can offer you in your life, that's not true. That's not true because they, that, that motivation you get from a woman that believes in you is so much different than you get with your guy buddies that are more of that, like, you know, we like to joke around, test each other, like, yeah, right. You, you know, it's like that mindset versus the woman that's believing in you. That's the type of thing that I can't find in just my group of guy friends. Sure, you can have a supportive group of guy friends. Sure, sure, sure. But there is truth to that. Um, behind every successful man, there's a woman that motivated him. Yeah, yeah, I get how that can be construed in a, you know, happy wife, happy life way. But when you really understand you're really with women, you see these little these little green flags and you get that jolt of motivation because of a woman. That is the type of stuff that will keep you going when you are satisfied with just doing this. She's like, but I know you can do better. And it's that sweet, supportive way. That is what will make men move mountains. And the guys that say that all oh, women bring nothing to the table. What do they offer? They have never been with a high quality woman before, or else you wouldn't be saying that. They don't know the true power that women possess with that feminine grace, that power to influence you, like I said, without being forceful. She brings out the best in you, things that you didn't even know you were capable of. Yep. They don't understand that. And it can be true to a, a lot of women maybe don't know how to motivate their man because they're stuck in that masculine, I'm a strong, independent woman. But when a woman, even in that frame, meets a strong, masculine man, she submits and now she learns the feminine grace, that extra side, right? I don't need another masculine masculine woman. That won't motivate me. I'm a masculine guy. I don't need a masculine woman in my life. But when I get that sweet, supportive woman, that can motivate me. Yeah. And we'll get into two more that I think are the most important ones out of the list we came up with, fellas. Is she good with children? Does she want children? Does she want to start a family one day? That is very feminine. A woman that's good with children, that's her nurturing, compassionate nature you know she's in her feminine. If she hates kids, if she hates kids and says, it's funny, Adam, I swear to God, I remember I sent you a screenshot of this text because I was actually asking for your help with this one girl. And we were just talking at the gym how she didn't want any kids. She says, no, I don't want any kids because she's 34. She's a smoking bombshell, beautiful, sexy body, voluptuous. And she said, I don't want any kids. The topic came up. And then as we're texting, at the end, she says, I want to have your babies. She said, I know I said I don't want to have any kids. But she said, I wouldn't mind having your babies. Okay, obviously, I'm not going to give it to her. But I know what she means by that. But I could tell 
she's she's mostly in her masculine, right? She's beautiful, she's gorgeous, but I could tell that it's not someone I'll get into a relationship with. Maybe to have fun with. Yeah, I, I always like this because I was a second grade teacher for five, five and a half years. And uh, I'd have women that would, you know, I got my big, you know, set up for my, you know, parents night or, or something I had to do with. And I would have girls that would be like, hey, can I can I come with you? I really want to. And like, I took that as an opportunity because I'd have some of these not not multiple girls at one time, but I'd have a girl come and help out. And I like to just see how she interacted with kids. I like to see if she smiled every time a kid said something funny. You know, like I want to see that that mm-hmm. softer heart of hers open up. And like, and and so that's another thing is, you know, if I talk about I have a huge, you know, family, all sorts of little cousins. I love, you know, going around and seeing my little cousins. I like seeing my nephews, my nieces. And when that girl says something like, Oh, that's so sweet. I love kids, like. I'm like, yes, green flag. I like that. I like that you have that capacity to love more than yourself, in a sense. It's biologically hardwired, I think, in feminine women to want kids, to want children. Mm. It's biologically hardwired inside of them. I think the maker did that purposely to procreate, to make sure they're going to be good mothers, to make sure they want to have kids Yeah, and look after them. Okay, so that's very important, fellas. And I think the the last one we're going to go over is, so we talked about calling out a woman on negative behaviors. Does she apologize and choose to play nice after? That's very important. If she defends herself or she continues those negative behaviors, even after you set the law with her, she is a waste of your fucking time. So say if a girl comes over, she has her shoes on. You, told, you tell her to take her shoes off. You don't want anyone walking around with their shoes on. She's reluctant. She laughs it off. She still walks in with her shoes on. She gives you that look. You tell her again, no, I'm serious. You got to take your shoes off. She still doesn't do it. She defends herself. She's continuing that negative behavior. I am sending her the fuck home. I'm not putting up with any type of bullshit or disrespect. She is a waste of my time. Right? A feminine woman, the second you tell her, she's already on it. She's already bending down before the words even leave your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The little things and little things you'll see is like, I got, I got like little, um, I got these little coasters, Vikings, my favorite team. It was like one of my second grade students made four of these for me when I was teaching. And, uh, you know, if, if we're having drinks over at, you know, I got my couches, I got a little end table and I've seen women put their glass down and like, I really don't care. I don't have like a super nice table or anything like that, but I see a girl put her glass down and then I take my glass and I put my glass under this. And if I see a girl in th- this typically happens. She looks over me. She goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. And she gets up, finds a coaster, puts it on. She goes, Oh no, I made a little smudge. And she wants to go get a paper towel and clean it up for me. Those are those little things, right? That it's like, okay, she's trying to, she saw, she saw my boundaries, even though, like I've said with you, we have different ways of going about these things. You might be more direct about it. I might be less direct about it, but the same way we're trying to get to the same goal. But when she sees something like that, she just sees me do it. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Then grabs the coaster and puts it down. Those are those little things. It's like, 
it's not always so obvious, but she's aware and she's watching out and she doesn't want to cross your boundaries. I, I respect that so much. When a woman is polite, she knows that she messed up. She apologizes. She doesn't defend herself. She takes accountability. I know I can grow with that woman. I know she's coachable. She allows me to be the leader. She doesn't mind sitting back and being that feminine woman while trusting me to lead the way for her and be assertive. That's very important, fellas. If she doesn't make way for you to lead the way for her, and obviously you got to have those leadership qualities or else she's not going to take you seriously, number one. Okay, submission is earned from a woman, just like protection is earned from a man. A woman's not going to just be submissive to you right off the gate because that doesn't make sense biologically. If she's submissive to every man she meets, that's stupid. Yeah. But you need to give her something to submit to. Be a leader. If she allows you to take control of the steering wheel, let you drive, that is a feminine woman. But never get lazy. Put on the full armor of game. The game never ends. Okay? Never ends. They'll never end. Women will never stop testing you. I don't care how long you've been in a relationship with her. Just because you know how tight and perfect her pussy is doesn't mean you're going to stop fucking her. Okay. She's not going to stop testing you just because she knows who you are. Women test in order to see if the man is still devoted to her. And if he still is assertive, if he still has those leadership abilities, they will always give you those commitment tests, those compliance tests, those congruency tests. They want to make sure you're still on your game. So the game never ends, fellas. So everything we're teaching you now, the czar and the prince, you better soak up this game. You better soak up this game because one woman can ruin your fucking life. And when we say the game never ends, it's, it's, not, it's not that it gets continuously harder for guys that have to learn all of these little things. I, I understand there's so many, oh man, and just in this podcast, there's so many things that I could think of. It's like, the game doesn't get harder. It just doesn't end. So the more that you fix these little things, the more that you add some of these compliance tests into your game, the game continues, but it gets easier if you're a learner. If you're willing to change and adapt, it will get easier because you'll go, okay, I got that down now. Oh, wow, this is coming up now. But the game gets easier. That's why I still have so much fun dating is because to me, it's so easy now, but it doesn't mean that I won't get tested by women. It just means I know when they're coming and I know exactly how to play it. So that test is gone right away, basically. They will keep coming up, but as you get better, it gets so much easier and more simple and clear of how to handle situations. So the game never ends, guys. But for all the guys that, and I know some close buddies in my life, they got married and they literally said to me, well, now I can let it go. Mm, now, I I can, that. now I can give the, now I can do the dad bod. I got, I got her secured. Those are guys that didn't understand game ever. And so they just thought they, they lucked into their relationship or their marriage. And now they're like, that's the end goal. It's like, no guys that understand game, they understand that these tests will keep coming up. But that's why if you're a guy right now, learning game, you have a leg up over at least 90% of men that are unaware or don't want to adapt or implement any of these things. They want to wish upon a lucky star like the Disney movies and go, well, 
she liked me once now it's happily ever after no that's that's not the case she got the commitment she wants and now she's going to start seeing all the holes that she didn't like about the relationship before because now she got her end goal and now she's going to start nagging so learn game now it'll get easier over time but if you never learn game you're you're screwed you're absolutely screwed you're not going to wake up and find that unicorn that will never test you the unicorn women still test men it's just those men know how to handle it yeah and not only that the more men that hit on these women the more beautiful the girl the more she has to test you because she has to separate you from all those other men that are hitting on her right the lower quality girls they're not really going to test you because not a lot of guys hit on them they don't get a lot of attention but if you're that type of girl that gets a ton of attention the guys are messaging you constantly guys are fighting to be with you she's going to test the shit out of you fellas so if you want that unicorn you're going to be competing with all the other men out there and we're preparing you for that because we don't want you to lose those good quality women so learn the game now it becomes second nature it becomes second nature to you you recognize patterns and women instinctively give off the same exact fucking patterns the same exact ones. Once you know what all the patterns are, you're like, okay, that's a test. I know what to do here. Make a little bit more demands for it. Tell her to do my bed. Tell her to wash the dishes. Do this. Do that. It's universal, guys. So once you learn this, you don't even have to think about it anymore. That's the point we're trying to get you guys. That's that's the pinnacle that you'll reach. Yeah. And before we end it, that's like one last. It's like I I could I maybe go my whole life without getting married. I may go my whole life without starting a family. But I have a million percent confidence right now. If I wanted to, I wanted to find a long-term relationship. I wanted to start a family with a woman. I have all of the game background that now that's when I can go into the church and find that girl that has these green flags. And then I know that I am battle tested. I know how to handle everything she's going to throw at me so that she doesn't want to wander. It's like I'm preparing myself now. So if I ever need or have that urge, I want to, you know, if marriage laws change or whatnot, and I want to start a family, I'm ready. Most guys are not ready. Most guys wait their whole lives to get ready and they don't, you know, try to get ready until a divorce happens or, you know, until they're 50 years old and feeling lonely. It's like prepare now. It will get easier for you. 100%. All right. So you think that's a good spot to end? So is a is a yeah. quick little, uh, uh, just a little preview for next week, we are going to be talking about red flags in women. And yes, there's a lot. So if you're hearing this now, you can send me an email support at textingprints.com or czar an email at czar of dating and also follow us on Instagram and support us follow us on our YouTube channels as well, guys. If you enjoyed this cats? content, is that, that is my cat. I he love cats, leave, man. He doesn't I leave my side. Cats. You can learn a lot about women if you have cats. A lot. You I let sure him, I let them come to me. You let them come to you, fellas. I know. I don't ever chase the cat around, yeah. but there's nothing better when that cat feels that strength and just yeah. walks in, jumps into your lap. You're like, all right, now you want some pet yeah. time. That's how women are. You can't force it. Got to let it come yeah. to you. Get a cat, fellas. I'm telling you, if you're good with cats, you're good with women. But yeah, we don't want to get banned again. So <laughs> you're right. Gonna, you're right. We're not going to make Instagram that comparison. Yeah. 
All right. So next week, guys, episode two will be red flags to watch out for. There's going to be a lot of them. So stay tuned. And You're we're going to try to get these. That. We're going to try to get these podcasts up on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Uh, it's our first one here. So we'll see how, how quickly I get that up. But uh, stay tuned, guys. There's going to be a lot more coming. They're not going to want to miss this one, Adam, for next week. They're not going to want to miss the red flags. There is a ton of funny ones that I'm sure many men overlook, but you guys will enjoy this. You're in for a treat. Follow us on Instagram at Texting Prince, also at Czar of Dating. You have two of the best coaches right here. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. All right. Take care, guys. Don't forget, subscribe. Like, comment, share the video. Definitely subscribe.